social progress has always been won by a few outraged, organized, ordinary people. They weren't born on Mount Olympus. They weren't deputized through some angelic visitation. They were just ordinary, outraged people who decided they had enough of oppression. We don't need any messiahs. We need ordinary, organized, outraged people. We need you. My name is Ross, and this is Code Red, a limited series of the Hope and Hard Pills podcast. With all the votes being cast and the Trump administration casting a lot of doubt on the election, Nandi comes to us with a little bit of an explanation of the election process. Hey, y'all, I'm Nandi Kay. Welcome back to another episode of Code Red. Today, we're going to talk about the election process. Preparation for a coup includes knowing where and how an authoritarian might strike. In the U.S., our elections are not a direct democracy. As we learned in the last election and also in the year 2000, the president wins power by earning the most votes from the Electoral College, not necessarily by winning the popular vote. So how does the Electoral College work? As we wait for results, this is probably the best thing you can be doing is spending your time learning about how this actually works instead of stressing and waiting for results. So each state is allotted an amount of electors based on their population size. The parties in that state then vote for electors who become that state's official electors when that party wins the most votes in the state. This means that to win all of the state's electoral votes, a candidate just needs to win one more vote than 50%. The exceptions to this are Nebraska and Maine, where two electors are assigned according to the state's plurality, and the remaining electors are allocated based on the plurality of votes in each congressional district. On December 14th, electors meet at their state capitol and officially cast votes. So most states do have rules against faithless electors, people who cast their electoral college votes for someone other than who they are pledged to. Faithless electors often come from the party that lost, like the elector from Hawaii who voted Bernie Sanders as president and Elizabeth Warren as VP in 2016. But if a state were to nominate electors from the losing party, or if government officials try and pressure electors into changing their vote, we should be on guard. Even though the Electoral College is undemocratic and deserves its fair share of criticism, our politicians are expected to follow the law and honor election results. But, you know, the Electoral College isn't the only thing to pay attention to in the coming weeks. In typical elections, vote tallies experience what is called a red mirage or a blue shift. In our case, we saw a red mirage and whatever its name, it works like this. Democratic voters often vote early and vote by mail, while Republican voters tend to vote in person. Now, with record turnout of early voting, it can be hard to predict what will happen in 2020 but the experts were warning us all the same. Even if it appeared that one candidate took an early lead while ballots are being counted, we must demand that every single vote is counted before a candidate is declared the winner. If a politician names themselves the winner before the votes are finished counting, like we saw President Trump do at 3 a.m. on Wednesday morning, we must vocally oppose that declaration and demand that states keep counting. And a big shout out to the media outlets who 
declared that false information uh, when it went live. Shout out to NPR, especially. So, yeah, using early tabulations is proof of victory and using that declaration to pressure states to stop counting might be the easiest way for a politician to attempt a coup. We cannot allow confusion or apathy to lead to an illegitimate victory. The last point for today is to think about when an election is finished. Because of horse race politics and media executives chasing viewership, we've come to expect a winner to be declared on election night. Regardless of who is running for office, it would be healthy for us to stop expecting this. Um, And I'm sure a lot of you stayed up too late. You know, results can take time to tally and tabulate with hundreds of millions of votes being cast. But we need to think about November 3rd, not as the day we found out who won, but the last day to cast your ballot. Instead of election night, we should think of election week. Instead of staying up late and being overtired on Wednesday, drinking, being hungover, let's spend every moment between now and January ensuring that every vote is counted and that our leaders are legitimately chosen. A quick note for all you wonderful listeners. The Code Red episodes of Hope and Hard Pills will be released as they are created. We know there is not much time before the election, so please consider sharing this wherever you are able. Be well, friends, and stay vigilant.